Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable with D'Angelo. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things in pop culture and just like that, that you consume. The stuff that you're insatiable for, the stuff that you find truly bingeable. We are back with another Bald and Bingeable this weekly little pod that sometimes isn't weekly because life is hard, you guys. But you know what is not crazy hard? Having friends around who want to talk to you about television and just like that. And we're going to get into some other topics like Roni, this new cast. We have somebody here that speaks fluent Bravo. So he's going to be able to talk to us about this. And we have to talk about the Barbie movie. It's like happening. And we have to talk about a special event coming up here in San Diego. So who else than my sister in the Lord, the one and only Nelson Castillo. Hi, Nelson. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So what's happening is Susia is happening. Okay, you guys. So Susia is getting bigger. <laughs> the brand is growing. We gave y'all the tea dance, the Super Susia tea dance for all y'all queers and all y'all Latinos and the spicy mayos and the people of color and everything else. And now, <laughs> Nelson, from this crazy mind of his, we have a Friday night dance party specifically for the brown boys but it's for all the boys but just know that we're the lead star we're the beyonce this night and that <laughs> night would be Oso susia Oso like yeah. we talked about this before like Oso like oh so dirty or Oso like in spanish which means bear but anyways yeah it's coming back and yes. Tell us about our DJ that we have. Who did you book? Who was this person that you love that uh, we need to bring? So when I first started uh, doing a night, like one of my, I'm so lucky um, from just working in nightlife, you know, and getting to make, you know, relationships with DJs, but someone of mine who I always really admired and have a really great friendship with and who I know, you know, is popular and will sell out a party is my friend Alex Ramos. And he resides all the way in Miami, but you know, he's very muscular and bearish and Latino. Um, so I wanted to do that. And I wanted him to be my first DJ out of the gate because you know, his name holds some weight to it. And people are kind of impressed by that. You know, like my boyfriend nice. was out. Yeah, my boyfriend was out at a pool party last weekend. And you know, he's talking about the event or people were talking about what we did for Super Susia Sunday. And then they were talking about oh, hey, now it's a monthly event. And then like, you know, someone started clicking on the link tree and they were like, oh, Alex Ramos. Like they were like, I am so impressed. And one of his friends, they're from Canada and they've been to Miami because that's where Alex is from. And he has a residency there at the Eagle. And the guy had told uh, Phil that Alex is so hot. It doesn't matter what he plays, that he could play Rick Astley on repeat and he would be there. And I was <laughs> dying so hard because I'm just like, I'm sure Alex doesn't even have a Rick Astley song. Yes, he does. He's got Never Gonna Give You Up, <laughs> Never Gonna Let You Down. You know, he's got that somewhere. 
So when the I'm, gays are talking about your party like that, I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm really hoping that, you know, we, we made the right decision. And yes. um, Alex is not a stranger to the rail because, you know, he did DJ there for um, Joe Whitaker back in the day when Dilf was going on. So he has a really good familiarity with the, with the bar and with San Diego. So I think it will do well. Cute. I think it's going to be fun. It's it's a whole thing, you guys. Um, Nelson's going to be there. He's going to be taking good care of you. We also have Rico Prada back on the box. Y'all see yep. him inside of those things. The booty moves. The booty moves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he got booty moves. And then who else yeah. do we have? Oh, we have Tony Z Santiago. Yeah, we have our we have our sis from LA coming up. And again, you know, I wanted Tony to be a part of it because a big part of this too, as you said, like this party is for all the boys, but specifically the brown boys and brown boy joy. You know, I wanted to bring that. And Tony has that. He has a great following. We've worked together for years. But, you know, part of it, like being the brown boy joy is, you know, I want to be reflective of my talent. So coming down from the DJs to our guest performers, to our go-go boys, making sure that, you know, we've not only created a space for ourselves at the table, but we are maintaining that space and that visibility. And that's what Oso Susia is pretty much about the parties for everyone to enjoy but we want to make sure the visibility is done through our talent and not only that but it's also sucia so like come and be dirty and like come come and dance (laughs) with each other and get sweaty and with consent touch touch on each other and all that kind of thing so tip the dancers wave to alex while he's playing some beats it's going to be a cute evening at the rail san diego august 18th you guys can find the ticket information inside of either my link tree or over at the Yas Queen Linktree. That's Nelson's online persona. That's Y-A-A, three S's, K-W-E-E-N. So it's Yas Queen. Okay, Yas Queen, Yas Queen. You guys can find that inside the episode description. So that's happening. Every third Friday, though, do keep on looking because Susia, if you guys can't make the August one, there's going to be one in September and one in October and then perpetually because y'all need to be buying tickets and come out and support. There's something really special coming up too for December. Um, we're not going to talk about it yet. That's just yeah. like deep. That's a, that's a deep ass tease. And when I say deep tease, yeah. it's because he goes deep. Okay. He goes deep. So, he goes deep. Yeah. He goes deep in all senses of the word, but that's all we can say about that one. But listen, every third Friday at the Rail San Diego Susia is coming, and I hope you are too. So, um, keep your eyes and get yourself tickets for that. Get them early. Don't wait to the door because you know the door costs always go up, and it's not our fault. It's because of taxes. So that's what happens. It's just a thing. Okay. So enough of selling things. Let's discuss a couple a couple of the things that we've done. So um, we are going to talk about and just like that season two episode six. It is called Bomb Cyclone. Yes, it's about the whole weather thing. Um, but before we get into that, since Nelson yeah. does speak Bravo, let's talk a little yeah. bit about the new Roni that has now appeared. Because I was yeah. a humongous fan of original yeah. recipe Roni with <laughs> Ramona and Bethany and Luann yeah. and Sonia and all the girls. Um, it was famously, it's, it is my favorite franchise, the original recipe. It was really ruined that last season. The pandemic, they should have just, they should have just held off and not try to record something. But... Yeah. Um, 
new recipe. We have this new Roni that is now two episodes deep. It's coming on on Sunday nights, which is different. It's kind of yeah. replacing replacing the uh, or Hospice of Atlanta on that night. Yeah. Um, well, and Potomac usually is on Sundays too. So yeah. So that's who's yeah. going to take over as soon as Roni's done. What yeah. are you What are you feeling? What are your thoughts? Um, I do like this cast a lot. I mean, from the get go, off the jump, I hate to say I was a little biased just because I love Jenna Lyons, and if you know anything about fashion or you follow fashion or just love fashion, you know who Jenna Lyons is because she is so iconic. And the fact that someone kind of of her celebrity, I want to say, um, is going into a reality show was kind of not seen before. You know, like with Beverly Hills, of course, you know, we get the actresses like we got Lisa Rinna and, you know, we have Garcelle. Um, so you get like those notable names of people who have done something. But with New York, they don't really have that. You know, like they didn't have those girls. And she's not a celebrity in the sense of Lisa Rinna, but she's really well known. Like Jenna Lyons is a household name. And what she did for J. Crew was absolutely amazing. Like, I think that's the first thing that people think of when they say Jenna Lyons, right? They're like, oh, J. Crew, like she did that. So, or you think or girls, remember she was replacing her, all, she was having all the, the piping in, re, in her house yes, replace the on copper. Girls, yes, yes right. on girls. Yes, on girls. She was the GQ editor. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, for the advertising thing. And so she played that yes. character. And she yes. actually did have a, um, a reality show over on like yes. Max, I believe. That's yeah, stylish. It was a styling show, yeah, where she was looking for an intern. And I really loved what she did with that, too. That was really fun because it kind of gave you an insight to her world. It wasn't about, like, her personally, per se, but it was about her function on style and, and giving that to the world, which I think, you know, who doesn't love that? So. so here's the other part about this. Okay, so you mentioned Jenna Lyons in this. So that's the one yes. who already came to the table with a name. You know how that's happened yeah. sometimes in these in these reality shows. Rahasa yeah. is in New York right now. It's under this like this brand new thing. We have the girls in Brooklyn. It's not just Upper East Side ladies anymore. It's not, you yeah. know what I mean? They're, every, like they're everywhere, right? Yeah. It's that. Um, but, okay. I have, I have conflicting thoughts. I appreciate this. I mentioned it last yeah. week that I do like this new iteration of Real Housewives in New York. I like that these girls have a little bit of, a few of them have a little bit of background with each other so they can take yeah. a fight. They can take something petty and make it a fight and it can like, like the whole cheese that's weird oh my God. like yeah. that whole thing like became like a moment and it's like that's kind of iconic it's like it's like real housewives of oc back with um shannon wanting to get the chair at the restaurant next to tamra and heather moving out of the chair and that became like a whole thing like you know it's pole position it's like these little things you know stemware you know, yeah. like making sure that we have the proper stemware at a party. That's been a Beverly Hills. That's, that's a Beverly Hills troupe. That's also like a trope. So you have all those kind of things, and so it's that's a piece of this that I do like in this new Real Housewives of New York iteration. But yeah. one of the things that I'm finding um, that I think is going to be interesting to watch. I don't think it's a flaw. I think at first I thought it was a flaw. And that is a lot of these women are social media savvy. They are influencers. Sai, yeah. one of the characters on it, she's a huge influencer. Uva, yeah. you know, has, has a big, has a big pool. Um, it's, it's that kind of a thing. And then what I found though, in this most recent episode with uh, Jalel, is that her name? Yeah. 
Jalel. 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 Yes. No, it's Jalel, <laughs> who we learn has not fucked her husband in like two years. Like, girl. Like, like when she said, when they were like, well, do you at least give him blowjobs? And she's like, yes. She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, she's so lying. Like, she's lying. Oh, you think she's lying? She is lying. Okay. It is so much easier to open your legs than it is to go down back and forth on, <laughs> on like something. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like she's lying. She is lying. I would, I would rather give a blowjob than give up my hole. I mean, I think it's easier. I mean, maybe for a guy. But she's a girl. She's a, <laughs> girl, she's a girl. So it's a little so bit different. It's probably, and so, it probably is easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there may be like, and, and I think, and we want to be sensitive to our, our, to our, to our people with uteruses and people who give birth and that sort of thing <laughs> and women that are in our lives. But there is a little bit of a, um, I don't know. It's just, it's a little bit problematic. And then it also comes into that whole thing that like, if you're not doing it, somebody probably is, you know what yes. I mean? And like, and you live somewhere to get it done, right? You, yeah. And you live in New York city accessibility, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if yeah. you don't make that whole accessible, right. there's 18 more in this building. Right. Um, yeah. it's like, that is that is the same. There are hookers out here with sandwiches. Okay. There. Like, so make sure you get your man taken care of and fed. Because like they said, there are, there are hookers out here with sandwiches and ready to get blowjobs. Headed to the bodega. <laughs> but, yeah. but here's the thing. So when you come to like, so I'm making this point really, really long. Why am I trying to be so Fran Lebowitz right now? Okay. But when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to this cast is that they are all so good at manipulating and showing the world yeah what they've wanted to show the world all this time they've always had final edit on their instagram their own podcast their own whatever and now yeah. they've given up complete editorial control to bravo and yeah. we're seeing it with this giselle girl who i really liked at first and then the more i watch her i'm like oh she's kind of a monster yeah. like, you know and she's a monster in that horrible i'm sorry but jenna lyons gave her an ugly piece of lingerie to wear uh, compared to all the other but, girls hers was ugly okay but she still gave her something though and I'm i don't care because it, mm -mm. it came from jenna lyons i'm sorry she was ungrateful i don't agree i will agree that yes it maybe the fit wasn't right so if the fit was smaller it would have been nice it's not ugly it just is not slutty so she's it equating is, it to that <laughs> I, but it's matronly and the thing is and then you're also it dealing is, with a woman who like like, well, okay, so what, if do you does, give a, what do you give a woman, though, who hasn't had sex with her husband for a year? You give but they didn't know that. But they didn't know that she hadn't had I sex think, with her husband. She was, she, she, was, she, was she was giving she that energy. She was giving that energy. She was being shady. She generalized being shady, giving that to her. Because she's like, here you go. You're not going to need this anyway because you ain't having sex anyways, ho. But she didn't. <laughs> but the thing was, is Jenna and them, they did not find out about it until after, until dinner. So okay. the thing is, is so that's the thing is, is so it wasn't even she it, like Jenna just re fed her energy, like read off her energy. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, she needs the moo moo. Yeah. But the thing yeah. was, is like, <laughs> you don't like, OK, everybody put on your cute things. And Aaron looking fucking hot as hell in her like little two piece. Yeah. You got Cy in that like gorgeous, yeah. like, you know, black number. And then this one, she's calling it the Grinch. But here's the thing. Giselle even, doesn't have the like final. Hers. Yeah, but but then Uba was like, you know what? I like it now. Yeah, yeah. But the thing was, is like Giselle, number one, like she, who knows? Let's let's give her the grace of like whatever she's feeling about her body. That's one thing. But like, yeah. girl, like 
put your shoulders back. Like, why are you yeah. walking in like an Olsen twin and then wondering <laughs> why this doesn't look good on you? Like, sometimes you have to do something for the outfit. It just, it, you, you got to meet yeah. it halfway. But yeah. um, anyway, I agree, though, it did not it did not fit well. So if the sizing was maybe a size smaller than what she given her, she maybe would have been happier with it. Maybe. To me, honestly, it was to me, honestly, it wasn't bad. It was fine. It was not sexy, though. I, I wouldn't go so far as to call it ugly, but she should have been a little bit nicer, too, because it was starting to get on Jenna's nerves. Right. She's like, it she looks, doesn't even realize it looks a little bit nice. like it looks a little bit like remember when Maya Rudolph would be Courtney Love on SNL. It looked a little <laughs> bit like that. It looked like one of those kind of things that she would wear. Yeah. But but anyways, was, yeah. Um. But we're not going to re- review the whole entire thing. I'm enjoying the show right now. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy, like, enjoy it. I really like Bryn right now. She's one of ugh, my favorites. <laughs> Are we not a Bryn like to see? We always no, like the, see. We always we always like the different girls from each other. Like right, like I love Lisa Rinna, Erica Jane. You don't. I'm loving Bryn, and you don't love Bryn, right? <laughs> I think I think Aaron is my touchstone in the show. I think Aaron's yeah. gonna. I think Aaron's gonna be our hero on the show if she's okay with it. Um, yeah. Jenna Lyons, I did not like that she did not that she's got a hard no on her relationship. Yes, because then I agree it just it sucks. Because here's the thing: when you're on a reality show, you cannot have any part of your life like you can't say no to and i understand her reasoning for it like it's really sweet that she's like this person isn't open for that but you have signed up so for you not to have for us to not have access to that part of your life which is one of the biggest parts of your life that everyone's really interested in it's like not a go for me i don't even know how andy even signed off on it other than that they're like okay we're gonna give it a pass because it's gentle lines and we really want her to make this work so i like her but I don't like that aspect about her. So for me, her, Bryn, and Aaron are my favorites because they seem the strongest. The other girls are okay. They kind of just seem like second, like friend ofs almost. Like I don't, like the other girls really have to like jump off the page, I think, mm-hmm. to stand up against the three of those women. And well, you're talking about the three too, who are the most social media savvy and the ones who have yes. the biggest guards up. That's the thing too. Yes. Is, so that's, that's yeah. where you're going for them. Um, it's a thing. I'm in. I'm going to be watching the whole entire season. Yeah, okay. I like it a lot. Yeah, so I'm in. <laughs> Moving over to Barbie. We got Barbie! to see Barbie together. We saw Barbie together. We did. We can't mention the dates or anything like that. So we got to leave that inconspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> like, when did Girl, we I don't care. Girl, I don't care. I got, I got, I got the receipts, time, dated stamps. Come <laughs> for me when you want to, sis. I got no problem. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> Barbie was so good. It was cute. I liked it. Yeah. It was honestly like one of my favorite movies that I've watched in a long time. And like, yeah, it hits you hard with the feminist manifesto. And if we had to hear the word patriarchy like one more time, I may <laughs> jump off. Like, or see horse, or see horses again, or see horses again. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was just so good. It was like it took the piss out of itself just enough. I can't believe Mattel signed off on all that. Like, that's the thing is yeah. that like Mattel was like, here, let's have at it. And they just went, they went crazy with it. They went for it. Yeah, um, it was good. I liked it. So, Did you see that Amy Schumer was originally supposed to be Barbie? Was she really? Yeah, she was I originally that, cast in the role. I and... thought that was a joke that she had made up. I didn't... No, it was, was real. Really something that had happened. 
So what no. happened with that? We don't know the tea on that. It's just she was like, no, I don't want to do this. It's been like up in the air, but let's look real quickly because the Hollywood Reporter has something that just came out a day ago. Yeah. So you guys, it's hot because off the presses. Amy Schumer reveals how she felt after seeing the Barbie movie. Um, the comedian had worked on an earlier iteration of the film that ended up being directed by Greta Gerwig and starring Margot Robbie. Amy Schumer, like many moviegoers, took part in the Barbenheimer phenomenon and has seen both Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. I don't need to see Oppenheimer. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. The two movies. <laughs> I'll wait till it's on streaming. Anyways, yeah, Schumer, exactly. Schumer in Instagram post Monday wrote that she really enjoyed both films, but she jokes that she thinks that she would have played Emily Blunt's role in Oppenheimer, uh, that she should have played that role. Blunt plays Kitty, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Do better, Hollywood. She captioned, okay, it's just supposed to be funny. Um, yeah. While Schumer doesn't appear to have been attached to the star-studded Oppenheimer cast, which includes Matt Damon, who cares? The comedian was tapped to star as a titular doll in the live-action movie set up uh, in 2016, with Schumer and her sister and frequent writing partner Kim Carmel taking a pass at the script. The film was described as a fish-out-of-water story about a woman kicked out of Barbie land for not being perfect enough. Schumer dropped out of the project four months later, citing scheduling conflicts before Anne Hathaway took the role of Barbie. And then Margot Robbie's production company, Lucky Chap, successfully convinced Warner Brothers to take on the film, which is now. It sounds like it sounds like nobody wants. Yeah, it sounds like nobody wanted this from the echo, because even if you look at the talent, how do you go from Amy Schumer to Anne Hathaway to (laughs) Margot Robbie? And I will say this, I love Margot Robbie. She's one of my favorite actresses, but I don't like. I don't think it needed to be her. It could have been anyone else, I think. But I'm kind of thinking though at the same time, like she was she was like that face of hers, man. When they do those close-ups oh, yeah. and like those lips and those teeth and yeah. everything is sitting right where God was she, like, Okay, here, let's let's draw you. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's one of the most beautiful women, I think. So, but I mean, I just I've seen her on other things. I know what her acting range is. Like I loved her in Wolf of Wall Street. I loved her in I Tanya. Like the girl does crazy, like no one else does, and I love that about her. So like with Barbie, of course we weren't gonna get that. Like she's not getting an Oscar nom for this, I think, by any means. You know, no, like her, I think this will get challenging for her. This will get this so. will get production things. And if anything, yeah. I I bet you right now, I bet you, you guys, let's mark it down. We are recording this mm. on July 25th. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is going to get that Golden Globe nomination for the comedy musical part because he was yeah. fantastic. He was a scene yeah. stealer in this. Yeah, um, he was good. That body of his, I thought it was fake at first. Like it's good, right? <laughs> it was crazy. Like it was just like, and he's like former Mickey Mouse Club. That's what I remember him from first right. and foremost. Yeah, discipline girl. He 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 ain't had no pizza though. So just remember that. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> real quick before we get out of this, um, Amy Schumer. She said they definitely didn't want to do it the way that I wanted to do it. The only way that I was interested in doing the film, Schumer told the Hollywood Reporter of her Barbie film in a 2022 cover story. Uh, Schumer wrote her Barbie was an ambitious inventor. The studio wanted said invention to be jello high heels. She got another sense that the casting was a bad fit when they sent a pair of Manola Blahniks to celebrate. The idea that they just, <laughs> she said the idea that this is just what every woman wants right there. 
I should have gone. You've got the wrong gal. So she knew she just didn't make sense. Like we all think about yeah. it. And like Amy Schumer, it would have been a different movie. And it would have been about a girl who like farts yeah. and shits herself and thinks it's funny. Like, <laughs> and sometimes that is funny. And like, I do love me some Amy Schumer humor, even though yeah, she does I have. Yeah. She has a little bit of problem with like sex workers, you know, she like there's a little something animosity there with her. But at the same time, yeah. like she's funny, whatever. She is. You know what I mean? She's funny. Yeah. Like you said, different movie. But now it seems like she's kind of whining and she's kind of like not happy that she didn't go through with it. So I'm like, girl, like pick your lane. Like, what do you want? Like, either you were happy you didn't do it. You know, I don't think it's fair to say that once something comes out and then to turn around and tell people, well, I would have done it this way. That's not cool. That's awful, especially for an industry girl, right? You're supposed to be a woman who supports women. You're not, girl. Like, that's awful. (laughs) Well, she's giving a little bit of, like, the the, her thoughts of, like, well, she's telling them this is how I was going to do it. And then she said that it just it didn't make any yeah. sense for her. Isn't she friends with America Ferreira? Because I think America Ferreira has done some stuff on inside, um, inside Amy Schumer. She it's probably is. Has, and I know. I know Amber Tamblyn's friends with America Ferreira because they were on Sisterhood of Traveling the Pants. So. I mean, who can't be, like? <laughs> honestly, I think I'm friends with America Ferreira. I mean, like we're all <laughs> friends with America Ferreira. Like it's really America Ferreira. Like her <laughs> name. Her name is hard to say. America Ferreira. America Ferreira. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> like you like you get I get like a lazy mouth with it. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> let's get into this. Sex in okay. the City, aka, and just like that. I can't let go of Sex yeah. in the City, you guys. I just can't let it go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like dead naming this show. Like, is this problematic of me? Right. It'll always be Sex in the City. I still even call it Sex in the City when people are like, Are you watching it just like that? I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm watching Sex in the City. So I think for us, like true diehard fans, it's always gonna be Sex in the City. Sex in the City, so. the golden years. Um yeah. <laughs> but season two, episode six, it's called Bomb Cyclone because we are going to be getting into the weather of it all. Again, we are jumping. So the last episode we were at Halloween and now we have jumped forward to like, it feels like November or maybe yeah. even like January. So we are, but we're going to completely skip the holidays on this show, except for the next episode's called February 14th. Hello, Valentine's Day. Yeah, but so they, they fast forward it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're really, really going forward, which I do appreciate. But what it makes me want is like, I want to get to that Hamptons house now, like that, well, that we will get into. Uh, yeah, for sure. I want to get to the Hamptons house. <laughs> um, okay. So this whole thing, what defines a bomb cyclone? I was just wondering, like, Except for all the answers are so long, and I don't think I'm smart enough. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's a storm. It's exceedingly rare. With high yeah. winds, it brings heavy snow or rain. Storms can form with blasts, massive low pressure, blah, I, blah, blah, blah. And let's be honest about this, too. Like, they didn't shoot that in a real storm. They shot that on a set. Because, girl, if you looked closely, there were flowers on the wall still. And I lived in Chicago for a good part of my life and ain't no flowers on any mm-hmm. wall when it's snowing. And you, and same with you, right? You lived in New York and yeah. Ohio for a while. Girl, ain't no flowers in the snow, okay? <laughs> well, when they get caught last minute, our neighbors used to do this thing, though, like when they knew the first frost were going to be coming, like at the end of the summer. Um, they had a lot of like blooming plants and shit. And mm-hmm. my neighbors would go out there, these little old couple, they were so cute. And they would go out with sheets and muslin sheets and they would cover all of their plants at night 
like they would mm-hmm. like cover their plants for night and the next morning they would uncover them after like the frost and so and they would their blooms would last longer a thing anyways so we have essentially this episode opens up with carrie trying to do the most annoying thing in the world and that is get on zoom you guys (laughs) zoom is great because of the accessibility and the ease of it but at the same time it is glitchy as fuck and there's always a new like update or something that's just taken me out so i just can't handle it um yeah but we see carrie trying to get ready for her zoom meeting with this girl who didn't even read her book um <laughs> which i love by the way that was so funny <laughs> it was so <laughs> real though <laughs> and she's what's like what's your book about uh you didn't read it oh, i'm so slammed right now girl I'm so <laughs> she tells her yeah what, what's your book about um what's that- the book about it's a book about death. No, really. <laughs> My husband was dying. Okay, so um, <laughs> what kind of lip gloss are you wearing? And then the whole computer falls. And so her computer uh, falls, it breaks. So now we have a reason to go to the Apple store later. Um, yeah. We now break over from that scene over to Miranda waking up. We hear the church bells and she freaks out because she thinks that she has overslept. And she's at Dr. Naya's house now with her new, like, why is she sleeping in, like, the Harry Potter room? Like, what was my, <laughs> what, like, what was Miranda sleeping in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was very, very random, the way that she was down yeah. there. So Miranda's in Brooklyn with Dr. Naya. And we find out that Naya is uh, bringing, she's drawing up her own divorce papers. So that's where yeah. she is at in her life. And then we flip over. It's like mornings. This is like the quick exposition. The Wexler family is all in bed, except minus the oldest son on this. Yeah. You know, everybody's having a great after great morning. And uh, they find Rock is inside of the newspaper. His, his yeah. ad, their ad has come out. And Charlotte calls and they have the whole or she calls Charlotte. They have their whole interlude here. Um, the only things we need to take away from this is that the kids jump on Herbert's balls. Yeah, yeah. Or, or which, his penis, right? Yeah, they jump on his dick. And then yeah. she's, she's like, if it's broken, I'm out of here. That her whole thing. <laughs> which I love that. So funny. She's like, I'm not playing. <laughs> it was that. It was that. And then when she followed it up, like she was like, she's out of there if his dick is broke. But then when he's like, um, oh, I have this fundraising luncheon that I need to go to. Will you come with me? And she was like, yeah. no, I'm going to the MoMA to be recognized as one of their black directors, you know? Yeah. And he was like, oh, you're still doing that? And she's yeah. like, she comes my in, she's career? like, uh, my career? Like, yeah, I'm still doing that. <laughs> like, like, like Tamara Barney all of a sudden jumped out of her. Like, it was like, it yeah. was like a Tamara Barney voice. That was cute. It's, I love that couple. I do too. I, they're, they're great. And he's not hot, but he's hot. You know what I mean? No, I think I think Christopher Jackson is so freaking fine. I want that man. When I saw him do Hamilton, I was like, yes, George Washington. Give it to me. Chop that cherry tree. He's, Lie to me, daddy. <laughs> when he had hair, like there's something about his look when he has hair that just like... Oh. It takes me back to like when I was like 22 and like every guy that I was like hooking up with at the time. I and know so, I like him bald. I think he's very handsome. So, oh no. Yeah. He's just, but he's hot. Like he's so yeah. hot and he's like and built she, big. 
yeah, he's he's a thick man. He's a good looking man. I'm like I'm on board. So and their and their and their chemistry works. It just it so fucking yeah. works. It's so good. Um, and she's so pretty. She honestly, like, I can just look at her, and she is one of the most beautiful women. I feel like you know when we first saw her on Boogie Nights, like she was pretty, right? But like I feel like even now she just is like more pretty. Like how what that what is she doing? <laughs> that woman is just so beautiful. Like great she's tall she, we saw her on watch what happens live when her and um christian davis is on and she was just so pretty and so tall and just like so gracious she seemed like a nice person too like the actress you know aside from the characters that she plays so well i want to know okay so christopher jackson is six foot mm-hmm. and now i need to find out what's her real name um ari nicole parker ari nicole parker Ooh, not Ariana Grande. Why does this thing keep on trying to get? <laughs> no, uh, Ariana gonna... Grande is dealing with her own bit over there. Have you seen this sidetrack? No, no, Ari... I haven't seen anything. <laughs> so Ariana Grande and her husband, like they announced that they were getting divorced. Shut up, right? I can't keep up, girl. Secret. Okay. Isn't she doing Wicked right now, girl? Focus, get the movie done, okay? <laughs> they can't because they're striking. So, but the thing that has oh, come out, okay. oh, Nicole Ari Parker is um five eight. Okay. Uh, okay, so that's something. So she's five eight. He's six foot. They're hot. It works. Um, yeah. yeah. So she must have been wearing heels, girl. Plus, you're short. Yeah. That's why you thought she was tall. I am short. I'm tall. <laughs> so everyone's tall. <laughs> like she's tall i was like that's an olsen twin she ain't tall (laughs) um but anyways yeah ariana grande she is her and her husband so she had like this guy that she like married right um and i can't remember his name right now and (laughs) he was like a inconsequential you know what i mean like you know she she always dates guys that aren't cute like she really she got a whole thing. What is, so what is wrong with her? What is wrong? <laughs> here's what happened though, is that on the set of Wicked, apparently, before they were striking, she was canoodling with her co-star, Ethan Slater, who ends oh. up he was SpongeBob on the Broadway show, not the SpongeBob voice. Like yeah. he's like a young guy. I need you guys to just look up Ethan Slater. Um <laughs> He is not cute. <laughs> it's because he's talented, and I bet you he's swanging. Because like, because I mean, yeah, like, did he get, did he get nominated know, for a Tony for SpongeBob? Because I remember he did get nominated for a bunch of Tonys, but I'm not sure if he got nominated for one. Yeah. So here's our like little sideline. Who's Ethan Slater? Five things to know about Ariana Grande's new man and Wicked co-star. This is according to <laughs> Us Magazine. So. <laughs> Uh, Ariana Grande is dating Wicked co-star Ethan Slater following her separation from estranged husband Dalton Gomez. Um, <laughs> who's Dalton Gomez? We don't know. We it's don't kind know, of, girl. Don't know it's, it's very Taylor Swift where we don't really care about the guy. We just know that she broke up with somebody so some fire music is coming. But anyways, um, <laughs> Ethan Slater, news of the relationship uh, on June, July 20th came out. Things are fairly new. Ariana and Ethan have only recently begun seeing each other, but they have a lot of fun together and enjoying each other's company. A source says news of Grande's relationship came five days after the news broke of the Seven Rings singer 
uh, and Gomez were getting divorced. So this five days, man, that's a rebound. That's quick. I hope he doesn't think he's there forever. But apparently he was married to his high school sweetheart. And this all came as a surprise to her. Yikes. Um, it's giving Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Smith, uh, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie vibes. You know what I mean? They're on set. And she's looking at him dressed as a munchkin and she just can't help herself. You know, like <laughs> I'm done. Bye, girl. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Anyways, he was uh, nominated for the 2018 Tony nomination for Best Actor in a Musical for SpongeBob SquarePants, as well as uh, Outstanding Musical Wins at, as a 2018 Drama Desk. And he won Outer, the Outer Critic Circle Award. So he won some awards. Who does he play in the Wicked Films? Slater will portray Bach along Grande's Glinda in the upcoming uh, Wicked Films. Um, Bach develops an unrequited love for Glinda upon meeting at Shiz University. So it's kind of life is imitating art, I guess. Um, Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like a whole thing. But they left their they left their people. They have things, and so and he had he does have a son though. I guess. I know. Why do people do kids? Like, why? Why are you doing kids? Okay. Anyways, back to the back to our just like that. We were talking about Wexler. We were talking about the the Wexler family, Lisa Todd yes. and her husband Herbert. Um, got his dick stepped on. Charlotte is dealing right now with Rock getting his there. I keep calling him his. The energy is giving me his this week. It's like they. so. Right, yeah. It's very much they. It's very much they. It's <laughs> no longer she. It's very much they. And I have to be better with yeah. pronouns. And this is a problem, you guys. I need grace. Okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> we then find out that Lily needs her reservation at Nobu because she wants to have the perfect day <laughs> because she wants to fuck her boyfriend. And that was so, so silly to me. I'm like, what? how old are you even? And you're mad that you can't go to Nobu? I love when What's-His-Face was all like, oh, let's go to Shake Shack and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> honestly though even i was like yeah girl go to shake shack them cheese fries and an oreo shake that sounds good right about now (laughs) i just got a thing too and like because shake shack because anthony's been moving over to like veggie options you know just because of like because of life and he um and shake shack just came out with like some veggie burger option thing that's like all crazy and so like Mm. you can add veggies and like their shakes now are non-dairy so there's like a whole thing they have a non-dairy version and a dairy version anyways shake shack should be you know like a sponsor for the show but whatever um because i completely they want do appreciate that sponsor okay they, they want they want no they want that no boo sponsorship <laughs> i do here at bald and bingeable we would like a sponsorship from anybody thank you so much anybody yeah please yeah anyway give, give some money girl <laughs> speaking of if you guys are looking for strokers or stroker accessories go to humanitysd.com and enter code <laughs> dan20 for 20 percent off of all strokers and stroker accessories <laughs> while supplies last and only for the next two weeks so guys get to strokers that's a real ad you guys i just did that but that's real okay so i'm working with humanity here in san diego humanity sd you can either use that code in store or online and all like your flesh jacks and your colt strokers and all that stuff for all you guys who like to edge and all you people with penises who like to pleasure yourself with toys strokers and stroker (laughs) accessories so even like the holder so you can hold so you can put your flashlight 
on the fridge and fuck your fridge, you guys. 20% <laughs> off using code DAN20 at SD, at humanitysd.com. I Thanks. love it. <laughs> okay. Isn't that crazy? Okay, so anyways, as we talk about sex in the city, see, I would not have had a problem like Carrie talking about vagina and everything else. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when she had that whole issue, like Carrie, get with yeah. it. Um, yeah, good girl. <laughs> Anyways, um, Lily, so yeah, so she's going to lose her virginity. Everybody loses their head about this. Then Charlotte has her conversation with Lily. Okay, sex positive Charlotte, man. She really has become like, Charlotte's the freak. You know what I mean? Past past Samantha and everything else. I don't know. I don't think she's the freak, but... She's out there. That's not a freak, but she, she like she likes to get freaky. You know what I mean? Like Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte's the us. But like yeah. she's she's like she's enjoying her sex life. She's in, you know she's been with her guy. But here's the thing. So I guess there is like this whole thing that when people did like a breakdown of who slept with the most men on Sex in the City, and it was Charlotte, not Samantha. <laughs> I love that. That's great. <laughs> um i'm looking it up because i want to get the actual like things if i was really good at this i would have been prepared of the four <laughs> oh no i wonder how many this is what is carrie bradshaw's body count was something like 28 men oh. um samantha's body count is a 41 how are they counting these men <laughs> i think they went through the thing and like so there was uh what is her name? Samantha had 41 men and one woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She had a woman. You want fireworks? I'll give you fireworks. <laughs> she breaks all the dishes. I love it. <laughs> I recently saw her in another TV show. She was on something recently. And I was like, who is this? Who is this? It's fireworks. Okay. Anyways. Um, but Charlotte is the most it. sex positive one. And then her whole thing, though, here, it's so like, it's kind of amazing that charlotte's like focus on your pleasure like we've never heard that on a television yeah. show like girls actually like a mom telling her daughter that on a tv show yeah huge yeah. huge yeah. huge huge okay then we flip over to the apple store carrie is there in her 1980s windbreaker look <laughs> <laughs> like some of carrie's fashions this year have been like way out there like like and it's giving me season two, season three, which I really appreciate, you know, of yeah. the original Sex and the City iteration because it gave you something to look at, something to talk about. But, yeah. um, you know, they her she's there with Seema at the Apple store. And as yeah. they're looking for computers, Seema gives her the ultimate proposal of, will you share a house in the Hamptons with me? Because she doesn't want to stay yes. in somebody's guest house any longer. Her <laughs> kids' room. Totally yes, yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> That's the thing. When you hit like a certain age, it's like if I don't have a bed at the house that you're asking, you're inviting me to stay at, I can't couch surf. <laughs> like couch surfing yeah. means I can't walk. It's just <laughs> that that's my life. Okay. So um what else do we have here? Then we have Che and Miranda, and we feel it. Okay, because I was talking about this last week. I knew that this relationship was going to be going towards the the end um yeah yeah so che and miranda well, we're getting that sense that it's cold out what are you saying it's just um it's a hard episode for miranda or it's a hard day or week for her right because mm -hmm. you kind of unexpectedly get two things that you don't think is going to happen so it's hard for her emotionally and you feel that and you're just like 
ah, fuck, because it's very true where it's like, you know, when it rains, it pours, and it totally poured on Miranda this time around. So. It did, but it was very much like sandcastles. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, yeah. like, like in the great words of Beyonce, sandcastles. Sandcastles <laughs> washed away. Oh my God, are we so excited to see Beyonce? When are you going? <laughs> we are going in September, the end of September. We're going to Louisiana. I'm so excited because I've never been, I have been to Louisiana, but I haven't been for fun. Um, so I'm excited to get to go and I'm excited to go with my boyfriend because it's somewhere um, we haven't been together before. So we get it. You have a boyfriend. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah. So we're going to go. We're going to have a good time. So here's I the thing. Really if yeah. she blows, if she, <laughs> I have a feeling that, excuse me, she will completely blow me away for the concert and I'm going to want to go again and I'm probably going to end up going to Louisiana with you guys. I'm just well, saying. Louisiana. <laughs> well, it's the last one. I'll sleep on a couch. I'll sleep <laughs> on a couch. <laughs> I won't be watching but I'll see Beyonce again. <laughs> I'll sleep on a couch. I, you guys will have to get me a wheelchair to get back to the airport, but it's going to be cute. No, I actually, I really want to do a rager night in like Louisiana because I haven't really done that. I've never and done so... that, so I'm excited. We're going to be there for a week, so... We got to do it up. It's going to be Oh, my fun, God. So. Okay, we have to look at... To put... Yeah. <laughs> like, September's such a bad month. It's such a bad month for well, me. It's the, it's the end of September. It's like September 29th, I think. I don't know. <sighs> but, um, yeah, it's the end. And I heard the dancers in Louisiana put their dicks in your drink. So someone's going to put their dick in my drink. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> you... <laughs> Make sure you do on the doxy prep, girl. And just like... <laughs> Like twenty, yeah, twenty-four to seventy-two hours after your trip, make sure that you take two hundred milligrams of doxycycline. Like, right. it's just like that was Susia there for her of a minute, right? She's gonna get some dicks in her drink. Ooh, Susia, <laughs> Um Absolutely, okay. Susia. Okay, so, so here's the back thing. To the thing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So Che and Miranda, we got all the way to Jixon drinks, all the way from Che and Miranda. How did that happen? Um, <laughs> but anyways, we, we're getting this whole sense that it's cold out. And when Miranda, when she's all like, come cuddle. And like, she was like, yeah. where, where am I? Or no, when she goes, come here. She's like, come where? We just came. And it's like, damn. Yeah. Okay, Che. Yeah. So yeah. these two are still doing it. Okay. I myself okay number one you're not gonna cuddle with me that's fine i don't really need to cuddle very long like i'm like a hmm, and then gets to my side but like yeah the thing is is she like denies her the cuddle says we're going to bed and then she rolls over picks up her phone and starts recording cameos bitch that's not <laughs> that's not like like yeah. that just she made should... me like ugh. that's not tetris girl yeah. like that's this is like you are actually making noise and you're keeping the light on what are you doing yeah. in bed doing this she should have got up and then did something else she should have been like hey like i'm gonna go do these real fast so you can sleep like i don't understand why she didn't do that like completely and weird. it just show it's showing that she's not thinking uh, or, or Che is not thinking straight. I'm not not Miranda because I want to make sure that we're differentiating. Because the thing is, is it's yeah. showing that Che is not thinking straight and like, ha, ah, she's not binary. But anyways, but she's not <laughs> so stupid. Dad jokes, but Che does not um 
she doesn't have any wherewithal. She's the they they are depressed. They are home. They are not out and about, and they are losing their sense of like socialization. But yeah, Jay gives uh the the thing that I took away from the scene, which is so fucking true. And this I think this happens. Um, I could say personally, not really like being like here's my curtain, but like in my relationship that we have two people who we're both forward facing so much of the day with like clients and artists and like the people that we talk to and everything that you're just being nice and courteous. And even like here, like on the podcast, it's like, I'm giving like my fun, yay, jovial self to this. But when you feel like shit, you give all that to everybody else. And then you don't have anything left to give at home. And that's what Miranda is completely feeling is that Che is giving all of her charm and smiles and everything to the world. And then she just gets the mopey, sad Che at home. That was like so real. And it's kind of like every so often because like, yes, this show and just like that is not a like Pulitzer Prize winning amazing show. It is a guilty pleasure that has become a good show that has great points and that I find a lot of joy in. But then when you get hit with these kind of moments, you're like, oh, they just gave us something really complex and at the same time, very real and like a problem that relationships sometimes will go through, you know? Yeah. It's like that. Don't leave pissed. I am pissed. Yeah. (laughs) No, I I agree. I 100%. I am pissed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you don't get Che Che Diaz fuckboy comic. You know, which is which is very much what we have all been thinking since the beginning of when they introduced Jay is we're like, yeah. yeah, they are a fuck boy like they you know what I mean? Like it's it's that person. Anyways, yeah. um, flip over this scene. And this is where the episode because like we just got this like downer with these two having like their issue. And then we get picked up so well in the episode with Rachel Dretch appearing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love her on this. I could use more of Carrie with a K in my life. So we have Carrie and Carrie. It's, her whole thing is that it's a hard time for white women named Karen right now. So <laughs> I'm now Carrie with a K. <laughs> too good so, too good it was, yeah it was stupid but i was like that's funny so good for you girl <laughs> way to adapt <laughs> carrie is so many event coordinators i know too like who just like <laughs> who are like that who are passive aggressive like this whole relationship that they were um carrie and carrie so we have carrie bradshaw and now carrie aka karen who and she does act like a karen too you know but yeah she um they were writing partners for a very brief time that they were set up to write. And they had a meeting, a pitch meeting where they were going to be selling their movie that was apparently based off of 27 dresses or no 27 dresses stole their idea. Um, yeah. And, it, and uh, Carrie <laughs> doesn't also, show up. Carrie was let's dr- go back to how far 27 dresses is. Was that like not a time capsule for you? I was like, what 27 dresses girl, come on. I was like, <laughs> 27 dresses is one of those movies that i can put on and fall asleep to anywhere yeah i like it it was a a good uh, romcom right yeah calm romantic comedy yes was it a Catherine heigl Catherine heigl yeah well she was on Grey's anatomy that was in 20 2008 so 
But which when, sidebar Sarah Ramirez was on Grey's Anatomy, who's now on the new Sex in the City, aka Sex and Just Like That. <laughs> see it? Yes, he wrote the Sex in the City again. See how see what happens. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. So these two, this is one of those times. Like, we really want to forget about it. And I'm going to say something very controversial. And you guys may be upset with me at this. <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw is not a good person. <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw is an um, asshole. The way that she treats people and, like, sometimes the way she treats her friends, you know, like, is just, it could be very, like, hmm. Like, like we want to get to, like, the conversation later when Charlotte's trying to find condoms and Carrie really is, like, can't be bothered with her. You know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> and I understand that because Carrie was, like, you know, going through a bomb cyclone to go get herself to her, her thing. But we'll get into that. But what this is one of those this is one of those <laughs> scenes that you know that Carrie, like, Carrie did not show up to a pitch meeting with this other bitch that they could have changed their lives because yeah. she was she was drinking and just didn't feel she like was it, drunk. Yeah, yeah she was and drunk. it didn't feel like it served her at the time. And it just shows you, yep, Carrie's a bad person. Anyways, um, I love this Carrie scenes. Then we flip over into Che being depressed on the couch, which is like Che is stoned on the couch with chips and popcorn around <laughs> everywhere. That's my idea of a good ass afternoon. That is <laughs> like, why does depression also look like joy? Like, can somebody please explain this to me? Like, I just got my new like insurance thing, and they're like, try a new therapist in your area. And there's another sideline. Okay, so like, if I was really down, like, if I was like real down and out, right? You know, I yeah. would have, I would have took myself out with this. You know, as the kids on TikTok say, I would have unalived. Um. So, so I get this postcard right from Etna, and unalive. We need to unpack that, though. Okay, because you're not allowed to say kill themselves. You're not allowed to say like murder. You that kind of thing. So they say this person is unalive. That kind of thing. And then TikTok won't take your stuff down. It's just the way that those okay. Chinese, those, those, okay. those, yeah, those Chinese, those Chinese bots work in a certain way. But, um this like therapy thing came to my house I'm, I'm talking about mental health as a very joking matter but please you guys please you talk to somebody if you guys need anything um but this is just a funny little sideline story as we we get on the side and that we're dealing with Che's mental health and this whole situation um so this postcard comes to the house right from my insurance provider and it's like hey scan this and find a new therapist in your area and i was like you know what I haven't talked to a therapist in like a little bit, like, and let's find somebody new. Cause it's like, it's kind of fun when you like try new therapists. Cause it's like dating, but it's not. Cause you're like, you're going in to like, try them out and see how exactly do they handle your shit. And it's like, Nope, you're not good at this. You know what I mean? And you're like, I will not, I will never see you again. Like, would you like, would you like set up a next appointment? There's no reason for me to. Um, yeah, well, it's that. No, it's yeah. okay. I always give the excuse. You know what? I'm traveling a lot. I will call you guys. That's my that's my, always my excuse. But yeah. anyways, <laughs> I scan this QR code and I go in and it's like, okay, would you give us your zip code? I put that in and it's like, it's like a little survey that you just like, it's like a progressive one, you know, like you press no, that you want to do this, that you want a male person, that you want a, a female, non-binary, like, who does it matter? Like, or what do you want to yeah. talk about? Do you want in person or over the phone or do you, 
I go yeah. through this whole thing and it tells me, sorry, we do not have anybody for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? damn, I'm high maintenance. Like they were just like, no, no, you, somebody, you need to go handle your problem somewhere else, son. That's, that's very much how it felt. Anyways, we're looking at Che Diaz's depressed day and Carrie calls and asks Che to go to WidowCon with them yeah. so they can have a little bit of support. Okay. Because they haven't spoken in public in forever. Um, <laughs> there was a point here. Okay, so the part in this conversation I'm going to take away here is that Che is like, yeah, I guess I need to leave the house. I promised Miranda that I would. I promised mommy that I would leave the I house this mommy, week. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, your mommy. And she's like, yeah, Miranda. And then that Miranda moment, because yeah. and they flash to Carrie. And yeah. you can see Carrie's face was a little bit like, don't talk shit about my friend. And at the same time, she understood. So she couldn't say shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it was that yeah. dual, like, you're, you're my friend's, you're my friend's bitch. Like you, my friend is always going to rank higher than you. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, is the vibe that I kind of got there in that moment. It was awkward. Yeah. Um, then we flip over to we're at Dr. Naya's. Welcome to Brooklyn. She's made paella. They have wine. <laughs> they have non-alcoholic wine for uh, <laughs> Miranda. For Miranda that apparently tastes like warm grape Kool-Aid. <laughs> um, cute scene. This is where we get a lot of like little points in this. And this is when we the bad breakup, good divorce. So that's what Dr. Naya says that she had. So she's answering yeah. a text message. And we get into um, Charlotte mentioning Trey, that they're not friends yeah. any longer. And I love that. Yeah. I love when we get referential. We've now had two references to the Trey McDougal relationship. I am waiting for them to bring his ass back on our screen. We had, right. she talked about Bunny, about being with the difficult mother-in-law. And now yeah. she's talked about Trey by name. So we just need one more. It's like Beetlejuice. Yeah. And then we get, we, yeah. then we get Trey McDougal spotting we, on the yeah. show. Can we get, can we get Bunny back though? <laughs> I think she's dead. Oh, the actress on its side. I don't know, was, but that was 20 years was ago, girl. And she was old yeah. back then. <laughs> That's true. She was great though, so I liked her. <laughs> this is get see Charlotte cringe a little bit, right? <laughs> yes, it's like she's, so. She's gonna, she's gonna hand Charlotte a mallard. Remember, Charlotte didn't like the mallard. <laughs> okay, so Bunny Mc anyway. <laughs> Bunny McDougal is played by Frances Sternhagen, and she's still alive. She's ninety three. Oh, yeah. oh, so she oh, could yeah. come back. She'd come she back all that. dusty like the Crypt Keeper. Oh, bring her back. <laughs> and she had that mallet in her hands. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be amazing. Anyways, um, we got to mention about Trey in this scene. We get um, uh, Miranda talking about Steve acting like a puppy that's been kicked. And then uh, Carrie, Carrie finally reveals that she had an uncomfortable moment with Steve where he told her that he wasn't taking the ring off when they were doing the house renovation thing. Yeah. Which was rough. And then yeah. when Charlotte's like, that would be so amazing if it was, and she's like, if it wasn't my life. <laughs> <laughs> good moment. Yeah. Good moment. Um, and then we find out, and then Carrie says that she has more baggage with Carrie with a K than she does with Aiden. And that leaves us open to Dr. Naya saying, who's Aiden? So that's the one thing that I love about having these new characters is that's how we yeah. get to, re that's how we get to revisit the past. Yeah. They don't know who these people are. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And so we learned about we learned about Aiden, and we learned that Carrie has Google, and she is all over the internet stalking Aiden. Uh, yeah. She f- finds out that he's divorced, sold his company to West Elm. So Aiden got money. Aiden got money Aiden. like Carrie. He got money. She got money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> West Elm. A large. A large. large. Yes. <laughs> um, so we got, uh, and then we flip over to Carrie writing the email to Aiden. She's going to write it, but then she doesn't send. She just leaves it yeah. on her desktop. Then we flip over to Seba and Carrie now together. Um, oh, I just got a notification from Be Real. I'm going to do it while we were recording the podcast. <laughs> she being real. Be real. I'm going to be real, real, except for I got to put light on myself. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so the, um, she also mentions, uh, so Seema and Carrie are now like hanging out. Um, and they are looking for homes in smile the Hamptons look at the camera <laughs> okay is you gonna get a picture of me for the b-rail watch phil's gonna come busting through the room right now he's gonna be like did you do your b-rail <laughs> <laughs> he got mad at me once when i did it when i wasn't doing it one time he was like you don't, you don't be real like, at the right time he so, does, he's, like, he's like he doesn't do it at the right time he always posts like three hours later <laughs> i know so mine isn't great but at least i did it to make sure that i made yes. it on time okay yeah, anyways yeah. <laughs> oh look we could do a second one because we did it on time you guys we are sidetracking this is like i i know what this is what miranda <laughs> feels like when che was doing her things okay we're doing the second one what's going on <laughs> i just did it okay she's good <laughs> okay anyways okay um, so we have Seema and Carrie, and they are looking at these houses. Seema has already got the house. <laughs> right. We find out she got a three bedroom, two bath. Or no, yep. was it? Yeah, it's three two bedroom, bedroom, three bathroom. Yeah, yeah, two bedroom, She's three, three bath near yeah. the ocean, waterfront. This whole thing. Love so, it. I mean, that's really the right kind of person is like a realtor should- to get you a house. Yeah, they should tie that all into Roni and be like, it's only six minutes away from Provisions, girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, and then I can go get her sandwich. Okay. <laughs> this is where we get a. This is where we get a Bethany Frankel cameo. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah, exact part. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We're getting closer. Um, but the thing is, is we find out that so the Aiden letter has not sent. Um, Seema, when she says when she talks about her exes i'm sorry it is so cute and she was like yeah i've written a bunch of these kind of letters they usually start with i hope you're doing well (laughs) and they end with a screen the screenshot of my bank my bank account that was funny i love that that was really funny (laughs) baller sema is is, sema is my aspirational living like for real um is yeah i want to see that character on a housewife franchise i don't believe we've gotten that yet <laughs> no we haven't we need somebody so, like that like somebody yeah. that just that they have so they, they just simmer you know what i mean like they just they're yeah. so spicy they're so spicy they simmer those are the kind of people i love um yes. sh- carrie then we have the next morning che wakes up early calls carrie says we have a bomb cyclone coming in so yeah. okay do you when you you grew up on the in the west coast out here in california and everything yes i'm california born and raised did you guys have okay and 
but in the Midwest and on the East Coast and in the colder climates, we had these yeah. things called snow days. Yeah, we didn't get those. We didn't get rain days. We didn't snow, get- <laughs> snow days were the most amazing things because they were so much possibility in those eight hours that you did not have to go to school, like for that yeah. one day. And like in everybody, it, it was almost like pandemic where the whole world stopped. So you had to stop. And so like being in school and like waiting for like, okay, the weather's getting really bad. It's getting icy. And then going to bed at night and waking up the next morning and being like watching the news in the morning and like, hey, this school's canceled. Columbiana canceled. Westminster canceled. And then be like, (laughs) then my neighborhood Boardman, like Boardman High School canceled. You're like, ah, like completely just like you had the day. A lot of times much people's parents still had to go to work. So somebody was having a party at their house. You right? were sweating. Yeah. <laughs> you were t- like, so some of these people that are here, like they, like Charlotte and her family, they do the bomb cyclone, right? They're watching Edward Scissorhands, drinking hot cocoa in their pajamas for the day. Because like, and this is the thing too, is that when I lived in New York, um, it was so amazing when you would have one of these days where like, the yeah. trains, the bridge, everything would be shut down. And so like they would everything call quiet. Yeah, be quiet and clean yeah. and beautiful. And yeah. it's everything is white. The cars are covered. Like your work would call, like when I worked at the salon, and they'd be like, Listen, there's um, we're gonna just clear the books today because people can't get in from you know, Greenpoint, whatever. It was yeah. just it was the most amazing thing. So that's one of the things that I loved about this episode is that it reminded me so much of that. Because like you get a very small window in New York City for it to be beautiful and white and untouched. And then it just becomes gray and sludgy and dirty, you know, um, yeah. it's a whole thing. But they end up Carrie uses the my husband died card again. So she yeah. has so Che has to go. Um, yeah. And then we find out that Lily's going to get fucked today. <laughs> <laughs> so her boyfriend, Blake, I think his name is. Uh, yeah, his name is Blake. Yeah, Blake. Blake Blake's, Blake's parents. Connecticut. So we are going to fuck <laughs> the y'all. Like, it's, it's a whole thing. Anyways, yeah. um, and then we but have. So she, she ain't going to get no Nobu or no Shake Shack now because they closed due to the snowstorm. <laughs> Very much. She's going to get, get bodega sandwiches and felt up. <laughs> That's right. um, so we have LTW. We flip over to Herbert and LTW and they are getting ready for their mornings. LTW gets a thing that her car just canceled. But her husband, Ter- uh, Herbert, got a, still, Terry got him a Tahoe. So he's still going to be able to get to his fundraising thing. Um, yeah. And she doesn't want to be saved. It's another one of those things that Lisa just wants to make sure that she retains, that she can do things for herself. So she will yeah. get herself there and we see her take off that wig. What yeah. a monumental fucking scene at the MoMA. Flipping over to that. When we were in, like, and those are the MoMA bathrooms, and I cannot wait to be there. I'm going to be pissing in that bathroom in two weeks, y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was listening to the one of the backs to one of the behind the scene podcasts about the show, and they really yeah. did film that at the moment at five o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. yeah, that they got that they got access in there. And so Lisa's not gonna let this stop her, and she's still gonna have her wig. She brings it with her. That yeah. their snow looks, man, are so good. The way that Lisa's just in that black hat, that very Carmen yeah. San Diego, but but make it <laughs> Chanel. 
um, with the wig box. And then we have uh, Charlotte, who's running around in like the pink and white, you know, like, uh, and then we have Carrie in that amazing Montclair, like, snow suit hoop skirt number jacket yeah it's great um patricia field is still the main costume designer yes Mm -mm. no it's not patricia field anymore it's not patricia field she was the one that was doing all the original sex in the city stuff i think she did it last year too is it i don't know who is it this year then no it's it's this is a new person um doing the costumes for just like that but pat field did not did not come back it was it was too much uh, she has too much going on in her life. Oh, okay. And so, who is doing the um, costumes? That's crazy, though, too, because when you think of Sex in the City and how iconic all the fashions were, Pat Field had some pull, man. She gave some great designers. So, whoever knew they got had to pull some freaking big, like. So, all, all of you people who are out there, her name is Molly Rogers, who okay. is doing this. And I have a feeling Molly Rogers is who did i gotta look her up real quickly we're gonna do a real quick deep dive you guys as we talk i don't think she she didn't do gossip girl because it was a guy that did gossip girl no but i think molly rogers i think she did um one of my favorite films and that film would be romy michelle's high school reunion Um, oh she did i believe let me check though i gotta check 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 so this woman kind of old but i mean like she has the the stuff under her belt though you know what i mean well pat she's Field got the old. yeah, yeah so. and the thing is is and she's got all of pat field's like um what do you call it she's got all of her like old stuff okay so i guess there's two costume designers danny santiago and molly rogers um, okay so that's who's doing this i guess though uh when kim cattrall was called back to come do the show to do her scene she yeah. Um, she insisted that they bring Pat Field back to dress oh, her specifically. So she will have, crazy. she will be wearing a Pat Field Girl, outfit for this. That is that is some pull. Kim Control asked for Pat Field to come back, and they were like, "Okay." Were- she she got everything she wanted. She she got millions to do this. It's it's rumored that she got like four million dollars to do one little that scene. Is insane. So then, can we get her for season three, please? I doubt it. She said that was all that she was doing, but watch, they're going to show her more money. Um, she's known yeah, for, for the del- money. Okay, she's known for, oh, girl, she's, she she did stuff under Pat Field for Sex and okay. the City back in the day. She so, worked on, so she worked going. on the, yeah, she worked on the original yeah. series from 1998 all the way through. She did 73 oh, episodes. Cool. And okay. she also, Molly Rogers is also the de- costume designer for The Devil Wears Prada in second oh. act. And okay, she was, so she knew what she was doing. <laughs> yeah. And she was also JLo's second act. She was on yeah. that. She did Ugly Betty. Okay. She, I mean, this girl, okay. Everybody give your flowers to Molly Rogers, you guys. I'm so sad that we did not <laughs> know who she was at first. And this is very now disrespectful. We and now yeah. we all got our gay cards re covered up <laughs> and like they got new stickers. Okay. Um, we got to end this Rogers. out. Okay, we've been on for a long time. Let me go ahead and let's yeah. let's let me let me wrap us. So wrap it up. <laughs> we have all these little scenes in the snow. She's trying to get these con like we got Charlotte trying to get condoms. She can't find them because her daughter told she was just gonna do some pull-out method. We got LTW. <laughs> so LTW, the, the scene that I was talking about though, in the restroom. And when she's putting on her wig and she looks at the older black lady who's there clearly to see this, you know, to clearly see her speak. You know what I mean? Like that's what she's yeah. in residence. 
And she sees her put on her wig and she goes, we're not going to let a little snow stop us, are we? She goes, no, we're not. And it was just like, okay. It was that, it was that same, it was beautiful. It was the same energy of when, remember when Samantha had to take off the wig when she was all hot because when she she had uh, cancer and she took her, and she took her wig off and the other lady took her wig off and they did like pointing fingers at each other. That was the same energy as this of her putting her wig on. So we've had to take a wig off scene and now we have a put a wig on scene. And it is very, it's serving. Anyways, we have Widow Con. Carrie realizes that she can't be the silly one because she's not silly. Her book is sad and it is good for a good cry. And so she does be successful. One of the things that we see here too is that Shay realizes that like, I you know, thanks for the perspective, you know, that even though her ego had a death, you guys are still pumping along when you had such a big, huge loss of somebody. So there's that. And then the final thing that we will talk about in here is the Steve and Miranda. Miranda just taking this whole entire thing home. Miranda directed this episode. So yes, Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon, Nixon directed it. Yeah, she directed this. And so we have yeah. Steve and Miranda who she's there doing the saddest thing in the world, what Katie Maloney is known for on Vanderpump <laughs> Rules, and that is folding your laundry. <laughs> like, Katie Maloney is always folding her laundry with no podcast on, no TV on, no music on. It's just Katie and her laundry. And that's exactly how Steve finds Miranda <laughs> when he gets home. Sad with laundry. And so then she they get into the conversation. When you go, he's real short with her when he first gets home. And she's like, you know, he gave a job to Brady to like, you know, he's Brady's going to be working at Scout now. And well, when have you found a place? And he's like, no, it's difficult out there and I'm not leaving. And then she's like, you know, this is my house. And she's like, well, my name is on the mortgage. And then he tells her, I did everything. I put these floors in, blah, 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 blah. And then when he comes at her with the vicious, when he tells her, um, you didn't want Brooklyn. You didn't want me, and you never wanted Brady. Oh, that so, so hurts. That stabs you in the heart, man. It's true, though, right? It's not that she didn't want Brady. She didn't want to have kids, right? Like she didn't think that was mm-hmm. a part of her life. So, but she chose to have him. So he can't say that he didn't want her. Yeah, but he's just he he's throwing. I mean, he is out for blood in this fight. Yeah, like he's yeah. just. He's been I mean, hurt and he wants her to hurt as much as that she's been hurt. That yeah. He's hurt. He's been hurting. Yeah. So he's going to go for it. And that's when she like freaks out that she's going to leave. And he's like, no, 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 we're not going to. You can't be crying on the subway. And when he tells her, we're not these people. This isn't us. And it's like, it isn't them. You know what I mean? Like, we've always loved this couple and like, you know, and they've been through it and it's not coming back. So then we have that scene with them laying, spooning in bed. And she finds the condom wrapper and she realized that he's been fucking the girl from Whole Foods. And now she's <laughs> she's done. She realizes that he's not he's not as hurt as he's been putting on. He's been acting a certain yeah. way. This is how it is. He is now um, she's going to drop the, the divorce papers. And then she ends up over at Che's house. And Che, yes. you know, that the, when it, it got so bad that we got ourselves into this place that we can't be friends. And now Che's like, yeah, maybe we should do the same essentially and so now they have their breakup scene so miranda's like okay i'm killing it two breakups in in one day (laughs) that's so hard too like when you think about the emotional stress of miranda right that two breakups in one day like that is oh that's so hard because right she's leaving steve to go to che to think that she's going to get some comfort right but now 
things are not great there either and she doesn't really see that and so, she's and it, it's done it's like it's she's done. yeah it was very mature too right because there was no like crazy fighting like but i love you i still want to be with you she kind of was just like you're right this isn't gonna get better like i don't think i've seen that in a while amongst mm-hmm. you know people in real life or just even in a show where the characters come to the realization where like you know what you are right this is not gonna work anymore we're just fooling each other at this point so yeah let's be done the only thing i don't agree with was laying in the bed and like cuddling after like that would not have happened <laughs> at all like it's, it's weird but every moment. couple has but every couple has those moments it's, it's just kind of like a it's like a final like okay we're going to just lay here for a second and one of us is going to get up and one of us is going to yeah. walk out that door and we're not, we're done. It's done. And we're done. And it's, it's weird. I don't know. For me, it doesn't sit right. I personally would not put myself through that. Like I would mm-hmm. not sit down and lay down or be intimate again with someone. If it was going to be over, I would be done. I'm that way. <laughs> like once, once we break up, you died. I don't Yeah, just... you, you died. Exactly. You died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like i i have to go i can't do this we're done because yeah. the thing is it's too quick i'm the person who will then justify and make make amends and make it better and like and then end up unhappy again so it's like yeah. if it's done it's got to be done i gotta i gotta rip the band-aid off i get that um yeah then we flip over very very last scene and that is carrie now in front of her computer and we hear the and just like that some relationships are meant to stay in the past and then she yeah. presses send and some aren't and then we yeah. hear the whoosh of her email being sent and yeah. so next week we got aiden the return Perfect. of aiden the episode next so, week is supposed to be called february 14th apparently are we getting eight episodes or ten episodes i think we'll probably get ten because this is like the seventh episode and now we're just getting aiden we're number six. We're number six right now. So yeah, I believe it's yeah. probably gonna be at least. It needs to be at least ten episodes this season. It if it's not, yeah. I'll be angry. Girl, remember the good old days when we used to get twenty-two episodes in a season? <laughs> that's network television. If you were still into like Law and Order, SVU, you. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. No, but even back in the day with Sex in the City, like the, the old one, like I mean, season two or three is like a good twenty-two episodes. They're like fifteen at least. You know what I mean? It wasn't until like the the last season where it was like where they split it up and it was like six a six b and it was like six episodes each season because they were just trying to drag it out but this, yeah. this is the networks not wanting to pay their people so they just yeah. they, they make less yeah so shooting on location cannot be cheap especially at the moma in new york city i mean it's new york yeah. city but i mean like i think you'd be jumping over yourself to get them to like film in your place okay yeah before we let everybody go for this week, do you have any binge recommendations, anything you've been watching that you want to make sure that people are watching so it doesn't get canceled or that you want them to get on? Um, yeah, I actually started watching The Lincoln Lawyer, and I really like it. It is by David E. Kelly. And, you know, he's notorious for doing those courtroom dramas that I love so much, like The Practice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two se- it's two seasons. Um, so I watched the, the first season. Um, Neb Campbell's in it. The girl from Ugly Betty was, is in it. Like the... Um, the blonde girl um mm-hmm. and then the main guy is manuel garcia ruffalo he's a latino guy so a latino lawyer but they have the second season and they're dragging it out like first part second part so i finished the first part of the second season and now netflix has us chilling waiting um for the second part of the second season i think maybe it's because of the writer strike i don't know um well, it's just good drama for them um but nev campbell's on it too i wasn't sure if i mentioned her 
um, and she's great in it. So I really am enjoying that. And other than that, that's it. <laughs> nice. I'm going to tell you guys, there is a show on Netflix. It's like 10 episodes. It's a quick, easy watch. Um, like nobody in it is really somebody who I like know. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's called The Night Agent. It's on Netflix. It just came out. It has one season. It is this guy who plays a he works in the White House, almost like a Secret Service agent. But he's like the night agent who's on the emergency phone in the basement of the White House. And oh, I saw previews for that. Yeah. Yeah. It good. And a phone call comes in from this woman who is, you know, trying to report something that uh she's been told to, to, to let him know. And now it's like this fateful thing of like, who is this woman? How does it inter intersect with him? Um, it's a good show. And so it's Gabriel Basso. Don't know who he is. He's like the lead yeah. character in it. His name is plays a character named Peter Sutherland. Um, like I'm looking at what else he's been in super eight, the Kings of summer, the whole truth, the big C hillbilly elegy, like stuff that I don't even watch. You know what I mean? Like the, all the actors yeah. in this, the only one who is like a little bit like, um, who is that is Hung Chow. And so she's like from the whale. Uh, she was okay. in the, she was in the menu, you know, the okay. assist, you know, the assistant. Oh, yeah. These are tortillas. Yes, her, <laughs> Hung, Hung Chow. She's probably the most famous person in this. And she plays like the, oh, cool. she plays like kind of like the, um, the head agent kind of a thing. So anyways, it's called The Night Agent. I don't want to tell too many things because it has a lot of twists and turns. And so if I give away things, I don't want to do that to you guys. So no spoilers. The Night Agent, watch it. 10 episodes. It's almost like if, Hallmark made a uh, spy 007 type of a movie, you know what I mean, or series. And so because it doesn't get too sexual, it doesn't get too bloody, it gets just enough, all that sort of a thing. Um, but good. Okay. Person, place, and thing of the week. What are your nouns this week, Mr. Who's your person? <laughs> My person is the guy from Lincoln Lawyer. He's so cute. He kind of has like an Andrew Pascal vibe about him. So again, his name is Emmanuel Garcia Ruffalo. He is just so handsome, I think. And what I love about him is his character on the show. He always knows like the best places to eat. And I'm like, I love a man that can show me some good food. Um, and it's cute <laughs> and that you like spending your company with like, cause he's really smart too at what he is that he does. So I love a smart man. I love a man that knows where the good food is. So <laughs> I love that for you um <laughs> the man from the lincoln lawyer is your person okay yes. my person this week is going to be um i'm gonna give it to margot robbie because she was just so pretty and perfect and barbie she so, was she's great yeah my person of the week who's your thing or what's your what's your place my place um, is, is Puerto Vallarta right now, just because I feel like a lot of my life has been a little chaotic right now. And when I went for, um, when we went for Phil's birthday, we were in the nightclub. So the nightclubs in Puerto Vallarta were so chaotic, but chaotically fun. And when you would just look at people having fun, like there was no worry in the world. I kind of want to go back to that time and moment and just feel like there is no worry or stress on me and like just having a good margarita, watching people dance, 
watching the go-go dancers do their thing and like just live your life and know that you can wake up the next morning with no repercussions because you have nowhere to be like that's what i want right now (laughs) my place is gonna be new york city again because i'm so looking forward to my little my little break and so i'm just um i can't wait to pretend that i'm a new yorker for a week it's been such a long time that's gonna be so much fun I know I get to go see Michelle Collins live. I'm so excited. Oh, um, I love and it. I, and I don't, I don't know what shows I'm going to see. I'm just kind of like looking here and there on today ticks, but I'm going to wait till like the last minute and just do that yeah. because I really don't. I don't want to have show, like an. Right? Yeah, and when I don't want to have like an agenda right now. You know. Yeah, you just want to have some fun. Yeah, so I'm just kind of. I have one thing planned. Everything else, I'm going to be like the skin of my teeth. Okay, so that's my place. And what's your thing yeah. this week? Uh, it's so silly. So I am super obsessed with Tom Ford and more importantly, Tom Ford cologne. So like, I'm really obsessed with the Ode Wood Scents. It's like my favorite. And I haven't come to buy a bottle yet because it's expensive. The last time I was there, like the little like gay guy gave me like a couple of free samples. And so I've been through my samples and I'm sure he's just going to look at me with a dirty look like, just buy the fucking cologne, you cheap gay. <laughs> 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 No, but that is my thing because it just it smells great. And to me, it's like the smell of summer. And a lot of the, the girls at work have been like, oh my God, that smells so good on you. It's so manly smelling. And I always feel like that's the signature to like anything for a gay man is when a woman is given it. It's like approval sticker that it's like, it's good to go. <laughs> <In love. laughs> so that's that. <laughs> so my thing is like a moment. And so yesterday we ordered um thin crust from one of our local places over here from lefties so good i love lefties yeah, yeah. have you ever like you know, lefties like they do the deep dish right you know like the, that whole yeah, thing we well they also the deep dish yeah so. we do too but we so we moved over to thin crust lately yeah it's so fabulous okay it it's such a good pizza but that's not my thing my thing okay. is anthony ordered it and put the order in and he was on speakerphone and there was a lot of noise in the background and everything. Well, <laughs> apparently they put the wrong name in. So when I got there and I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for a order. And they're like, it was like for D'Angelo. And they're like, no, Anthony, no. And they're like, okay, well, we have a couple orders here. It was like, it's a thin crust. And he was like looking through and he's like, oh, a thin crust with, and I um, was like, yeah, that's it. And he was like, oh, they put it under flow. <laughs> So from that point on, my whole time there, my name was Flo. And so they were like, so then he like calls back, Flo, order up. And then this girl like comes out of the back and she looks at me and she's like all rockabilly. And like, you know, they try to be, they try to be so Chicago there, even though they were in San Diego. And she looks, she's, she's like, Flo, Flo. And I was like, yeah, right here. She's like, "Ah, thanks, Flo. So my thing is my name is Flo. So that's my thing this week is being called Flo. Okay. I love it. You guys, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Bald and Bingeable. If I look at this and it's way too long, it's probably going to be two pieces like last week because you guys listen to the whole thing if it's in two pieces. And if I only put it in one piece, you guys get all weird and finicky and don't listen to the whole thing. So um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I don't know why I could explain all of that. But anyways, uh, Buy tickets for Oso Susia August 18th. <laughs> Follow Nelson at Yas Queen. Yay. And all the information is inside the show description. And other than that, good night from the lower level. 
Good night, Flo. <laughs> Good night from the lower level.